This is a Google exclusive. Know what, 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 know what it is? With Adri with with V. Hello? Jay Skis. Hey, what's going on, Adri? <laughs> Yo, listen, I don't know about you. I've been stuck in the house all week, and I'm like back in the studio for the first time since last week, and it feels good. Yeah. So we're about to catch all this energy right now, okay? <laughs> oh yeah, for sure, for sure. All this energy, so skis, yo. Listen, you 2020 has given you a good run, my guy. Listen, it's been it's been a blessing, man. I just been working hard and, and trying to stay consistent. Yo, consistency is key, and that is something you've always been about. So, you know, for those who may not know who Jay Skis is, you know, give them a quick synopsis of the God. Man, Jay Skis is a, a hip hop artist. He's a recording artist. He's a he's an artist. He's a painter. He's a father, um, and just man, a, a motivator for people. I'm an inspiration. You know what I'm saying? I've been making music since, like, seriously, like making music since I was about 21. But yep. you know, I've been, you know, immersed in the craft since I was about 13. So it's been a very long time. I'm 31 years old. So, man, 31. Woo! some years and they say you know it take 10 10 years to be an overnight celebrity you listen that's that's something that's something that my big homie just told me and i was i was thinking about it i was like yo it's really been 10 years since yeah. i really have been taking it serious no seriously so seriously you know right. i first encountered you from your lyrical standpoint in music with first class Right, you know, right. First class, you had the short dreads. I was jealous because I really wanted the varsity <laughs> jackets that y'all had. Them jackets was cold with the white sleeves and the black. So, <laughs> word, word. We just, we just actually were looking at the pictures of those just the other day. Yo, bring them back. It was the whole squad. I'm like, sheesh, I want one of them jackets. You know what I'm saying? For real, it for is, real. It is so dope to really see how you guys, all y'all, you know, have matriculated. And I just remember connecting with you when you was, you know, on your sneaker kick game, you was always fashion and artistic. You know, what really drove that for you to really just be and able to be free to explore your artistic side? Man, to be honest, like, I, like, you know, obviously, you know, growing up where we're from, you know what I'm saying, the east side of Buffalo, you see a lot of different people who are immersed in that just because it's such a big part of the culture, you know what I mean? And growing up, you know what I mean, seeing seeing things that I wanted, different sneakers that I wanted, you know what I'm saying, living down the street from Athlete's Foot and living down the street from Lifestyle Street Gear, you know what I'm saying, coming up, shout out to them, you know what I mean, like, always just, just having that, that, that energy and just, you know what I'm saying, seeing people that I was fly it's like and then like I said you know it's like you grow up seeing stuff that you can't have and then it's like you know once you get into a position you know you get a little older you know what I'm saying I got a little job so I was able to afford those things and I was like fully immersed in it to the point where I, I wanted to have a, a job at the sneaker store so I could you know what I'm saying get first dibs on the kicks you know what I mean yep. and so that that evolved into me you know what I mean like because I was I was just always around I was immersed in it you know what I'm saying for so many years it evolved into me wanting to, you know, create my own and, you know what I'm saying, create my own culture and create my own conversations with people in different, you know what I'm saying, clothing and pertaining to fashion. 
know what I mean? Absolutely. And and you did that because even when you was running the particular stores that we were connected to, you know, I I never knew nothing about no phone deposits, okay? You were always rocking them <laughs> joints. Like, yo, what are they? It's phone deposits. Phone deposits. There you go. I said phone <laughs> deposits. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly know nothing about them damn sneakers, right? Phone pauses, yo. You had every flavor. Like, those was your things. Nah, and then one day when I was just kicking it with you, you was like, yo, you could resell these for. I said, oh, I'm in the wrong business. I need to move into the sneaker game. Like, <laughs> yeah, for real, for real. I was, I was, like I said, I was fully immersed into it. And it's crazy because now, I mean, I'm still, I'm still into it. And I still, you know, I kick it about that in some of my, in some of my raps and things like that. So, songs but you know I, I still got a lot of love for it but it's like you know you get a little older and you start to see like alright like it's just not what it was you know what I mean it's, mm-hmm. it's just not it's, it's not what it was yeah, I, I get it. But what I loved is that you were able to merge the two. So when I was at New Era, I remember you hitting me. He's like, yo, Adrian, I got this idea. And you, you sent it and I read it and I was like, this is dope. Like, let me let me pass it through the channels. And we were able to pass it through the channels and execute. And we came up with the snapback and raps at, um, at New Era cap. And so yeah. that was really dope because you we were able to take this brand, which is a naturally urban brand, but not really when you're working on that other side um uh it's it's a it's a brand that's for everybody but we've embodied what we do with anything in hip-hop you know we take on that 5950 and we make it ours you know jay-z rocked that new york yankee i want the new york yankee fitted and and so (laughs) we just build it out to be our own thing and what i was love most is that when you came with the idea we ran with the idea and then we executed and to see that culture of these rappers and these producers and everybody in there really on a cypher on a on a uh, freestyling and just really sharing and showcasing their talents I just I looked forward to when we were doing it so you know what made you say you know what I want to be able to merge these two and showcase my people because it was a first class thing and then we had everybody else pulling up and it was a good time every time yeah for sure i mean i just i always felt like it would be it would be just beneficial to the to the culture here in buffalo because you know i obviously like i'm from the east side you know what i mean and there was never like a a, a spot i mean obviously you got like certain places you know what i mean like doors records things like that you know what i mean that are tied to the culture definitely but in terms of like the younger crowd that I was a part of at the time, we didn't have anywhere where like we could go and it was like a cipher there and it, and it was just something going on, you know what I mean? Right. And so I said, you know what, well, I could take it upon myself to create something because nobody else is doing it. So, you know, I kind of felt, I felt like it, it was almost like my purpose at the time to say, okay, you know, I'm gonna take it upon myself to put something together for the culture and you know what I mean? I can kind of make it about me and I can make it about everybody else at the same time. And nobody was doing anything at New Era and it was such a dope venue. You know what I mean? Right. It is a dope venue. Definitely a dope venue. And it's really, oh, I enjoy working for the people, but it's a dope brand. And I think in hip hop and in, in our culture so much, we always take these brands, we make it ours and we build out for it. But what I love most is not only were you able to, you know, allow your rap career to merge with the, the style that you do, but you kept it going. Now, I remember bugging you 
when um you kind of went ghost and quiet on us for a minute and mm-hmm. and 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 so why did you step away for a second because at first you was out here you was pushing you was going hard and then you kind of just went quiet you know what i mean like you we just kind of went on silent mode airplane mode for a quick second I did. What it was, um, it was a combination of things. So it was really two things. So, you know, um, I was I was on the scene and I was, you know, putting out putting out different mixtapes. I was moving on first class, and I just felt like I wasn't catching the traction at the time that I, I you know what I mean. Like looking back on it, I'm not gonna say that I, I feel like I, it was like warranted, but it was like, yo, like I'm out here, I'm putting in all this work, and it was just like I just wasn't catching the traction that I wanted. Not that I thought it was warranted. But what I wanted and so it was a combination of you know kind of thinking like okay is this you know the route that I need to be taking or should I be looking at something else like should I be taking another route and so with the job that I was working at um, you know which was again tied to fashion and sneakers and things like that right. you know I, I, I was I was trying to climb that ladder for a minute so I ended up leaving and moving out of Buffalo yep. and then the second part of it was it was a few months after that I ended up you know I mean you know uh, finding out that I was going to be having my daughter Nas you know what I mean so it it all just kind of hit boom 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 and then right after that I had actually lost my grandmother so it was just a lot of different things that kind of hit all that all that you know not one time but it was like over the span of a couple months Yeah. yeah right Right. So it was like, you know, rap kind of had to take the back burner for a second while I was like, you know, trying to get things right. And in between that time, I still was putting out music, but I just wasn't as like vocal. I wasn't. And then I wasn't in the city either. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's that's basically what that was. And so I think also with being able to take these, I like to call them um, <laughs> the 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 training moments in our life right because it really builds us to to push us even further and to help us explore what i'm really here for and you coming back and then really getting yourself back in a mode and, and gaining more traction you know you was like you know what i'm branching out and doing my own thing and you really started really diving into your music some more and diving into your brand and so at the same time i think it was you know this last year or even before when i got a chance to uh tap it to um your single was it no congratulations Yeah, 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 definitely. And I, when I tell you that joint right there is very motivational, and I loved it so. And um, you just, you just have this flow of telling a story. So where do you think your 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 flow come from? You know, why do you feel that's your artistic artistic ability to use your pen to really create a scene, a scenic view, or even you know invite people into to your life like that. I think it's a again it's a, it's always a combination of things. When I was like a, a kid, when I was like six, seven years old, I used to write short stories. This was even like before I was even before I even had an interest in music. You know what I mean? So I've always been big on like reading and, and short stories and, and creating my own. So using using like music and hearing certain artists like the Lupe Fiascos and the Nas's and the Jay Z's and you know them them using storytelling in their songs it inspires me because I was already into it for one and then the second thing is like again being from being from Buffalo being from the east side our story has never really been told shout out to Griselda because you know they, they've entered the game and they've been able to you know tell those stories about what it's like to be from Buffalo what it's like to be from the east side from the west side from downtown you know what I'm saying right. all over Buffalo and so at that time 
you know, especially with like No Congratulations, you know, it, it was just like, in, in those songs like that, it's just, you know, I'm, I'm trying to tell that, that story, what it is to be a kid from the east side of Buffalo where we didn't have anybody who was in the game aside from Rick James and that was, you know, 20, 30 years ago, you know what I mean? So this is this is like my, my story, my journey. I want to be able to make people feel that, you know what I'm saying? I don't want people to hear it. I want to make people feel that. And that was like my main thing with the no congratulations thing. Like, nah, I don't want congratulations because I've been doing this. Yes. I've been putting in this work and I've been grinding for it, you know what I mean? So that's, that's just one of the stories that I wanted to Tell, definitely. Listen, I resonated with that dangle story so bad. I had that that song, that song on repeat because it's just like you know people are like, oh my god, that's dope. Congratulations! It's like, nah, like this is just a stepping stone. And then people get mad because you like, listen, don't say that. <laughs> like, don't say that to me because I'm not where I want you to want to be for you to tell me congratulations. Like, this is just what I'm supposed to do to get where I'm trying to go. Uh, so exactly. it resonated with me so so much. And then what I also enjoyed was when you said, you know what, I'm about to create my own brand and you know Creed um, uh, like where did this name come from and what made you decide to step out and do this yourself right so brown not black live your creed or you know if you see it out in the city it's b-n-b-l-y-c that's uh what i usually do business under so brown not black live your creed is a two-part thing um brown not black is the first part of it and again that's something that i've always just had an idea about since i was a kid because i wake up in the morning you know since i could remember when you know people would describe me as being black and i would look down at my hands and i'm like wait a minute like I'm brown, I'm not black, so like, what's the deal? You know what I mean? I never understood it. And my mom and my dad used to always tell me, like, yo, you got a smart mouth. And that was just like one of the things, like, I would ask them all the time, like, why they call me black if I'm brown? Oh, <laughs> uh, boy, you got a smart mouth, whatever. So anyway, fast forward, you know, years later, I, you know, it was, a, it was a lot of different things going on as far as like, you know, police brutality mm-hmm. and racial tensions and things like that. And this was in 2017. And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, yo, what if I just, you know, on the back of one of my denim jackets, I just put on there, brown, not black. I'm not saying like black people are better than white people or, you know, brown, I'm brown, I'm not black, whatever. It just says brown, not black. And I wanted to see what the, what the, uh, what the reaction would be to it, you know, when I, when I got out in the world. And so I did it. And at the same time, I, uh, I showed the whole process on Snapchat. So nobody knew that I painted, you know what I mean? Like nobody I didn't know until you start pumping it out here. I said, oh, he's <laughs> right, an art right. dealer too, huh? <laughs> exactly. And the funny thing is, I didn't know I was into it. It was just an idea that I had. So I went to Michael's and I got the paint and everything. So um, a lot of people were hitting me up for the jackets and stuff like that. They're like, yo, I didn't know you did that. And I was like, I don't do it. This is just an idea I had. And so I did it. And then, I, you know, I would wear the jacket. And this is when I was still living in Syracuse, actually. And I was walking around and I had, I knew I had something when I was at the hospital one day. And there was like a 65-year-old woman. She was, you know, Caucasian lady. She stopped me and she was like, brown, not black. Like, what does that mean? Because that, that, like, what does that mean? And I knew I had something. Mm. So that's the first part of it. And then the second part of it, uh, the Livia Creed, is actually inspired by Langston Hughes. He has a poem called Livia Creed yes, that a yes, friend yes. actually put me onto. And um, basically what I got from the poem was something that 
my mom would always preach to me is that you live, you judge by your actions, not by your words. Mm-hmm. And so the live your creed part is tied into like the the, uh, the visual art of like what I put on the right sleeve or what I may put on the back. And basically what it is, I, I put like a thought cloud up over the live your creed and it may, it may be a bunch of crowns on there or it may be like a verse from Jay-Z. It may say uh, too much black plus too much love equals forever. So basically what, what that saying is is that whatever is in that thought cloud or whatever may be on that on that piece of piece of art is you know you're living you're living your creed like this is what you stand by this is what what you put out into the world you know what i mean so the brown not black live your creed is it's basically just wearable art you know what i mean because i at the time i didn't have enough confidence to go and put this art onto canvas because i just didn't believe that i was good enough at it. and so that was that was like my main thing you know what i mean and then i'm into graffiti i've always been into you know art like basquiat i've always been in like jackson pollock and all those different artists keith herring i've always been into art so it was just my way to kind of express myself and at the same time Adrian, i wasn't even really doing music at this time because i, I like physically and mentally I just couldn't right, so right. this was a way for me to kind of just branch out and just get my creativity out at a time where I couldn't really make music and you know I think that is that is a real statement right there because so many times I think people who are creative you, you hit a creative block and in that block it mm-hmm. doesn't mean you can't create it's like I can't create in a particular section like I normally can't right. flow in. And so, but you still got to figure out how do you release that creativity in you because it's, it's a particular type of energy, right? And I think the beautiful part is that you were able to identify another stem of your art, of your art, you know, and, and hell, it's beautiful. Everybody's wearing it. And I think that's the best form to be too. In addition to your art of everybody listening, people could visually see it and they could actually be a part of, of, what you have created which is this movement you know brown not black live your creed and and i love it and you have always been a part of creating a movement like i said from you with the team with first class you initiating the particular events even at you know um the sneaker store you know reaching out to me about doing the things at at um villa um and even just carrying yourself differently than many and sticking to your guns now what i appreciate this year is the link up between you drum work and the big homie of course conway so (laughs) when when this came about and i seen you and love i mean my whole heart like i was excited like it was me because i was like this here is a link up now this is i don't even know this is like this is like a super team you know what i mean you it's like you created the monsters of of the industry because it's not one hitter you you got to worry about all of these spitters like you really got to worry about each of them coming back to back from each other and not one is going to drop the ball you know so i was like this was so smart of him oh my god yes to this move (laughs) and so when you got tapped on the shoulder about busting this opportunity i mean what was this like for you listen so i'm I'm gonna just break it down to you real quick i'm gonna break it down so when covid hit i basically uh I, i was out of a job and they brought me back like right after everything with George Floyd, you know what I mean? Like all the riots and everything. And so I was faced with a decision because the the place that I'm talking about, they just weren't doing their part in terms of making sure that, you know, me and my employees were safe from COVID. Right. Long story short, I ended up resigning from my position. 
Two days after I resigned from my position, I had worked for this company for nine years. I'm talking about two hours. I resigned on a Friday. On that Sunday, Conway reached out to me and mm. told me about drum work and told me what his plans were and everything. So when I tell you, it was almost like Divine because I was so I was so afraid. I was so afraid to to up and kind of leave because of the security that I was, you know, the fake security, false security yep. that I was given by working at this job. But I had this dream. I, I got this dream of you know pushing my brand and you know wanting to do music. It was almost like I had to do that just to get to this point that I'm at right now. So it was almost like it was just a a, a very liberating feeling, and it was also like a, all right, you made the right decision. And then from there, like everything that you've seen over the summer and through the fall just turned up. Mm. And look at that when you know what I saw. And it's funny because we're we're stepping into the spiritual realm, right? Because we were just having this conversational clubhouse, and it got deep. I was like, "Oh, look at us having this deep conversational clubhouse." <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> you that's know, a fact. for real, it was a necessary conversation, and it really made sense to how we all are connected because there's a level of ethics, right, that we all hold ground to, and mm. a, a level of spirituality that we tapped into, although we didn't know each other was tapped into it. Um, and so I, that was refreshing to hear on a conversation, but that was so divine because I always see this image floating around social media of like this image of guy, you know, this, uh, you know, I ain't gonna get into the image, but it's the image of him holding a bigger bear behind his back, asking the little girl to give him the little bear. And like she's hesitant, of course, to give him this little bear because she liked the little bear, but he got a bigger bear behind the back. And, you <laughs> right. know what I mean? It's just like, and that is a true depiction of how we will hold on to something, like you said, thinking we got this security, but it's a false security because these folks change their mind about us every day. Um, and <laughs> the moment you said, ah, uh, you know what, this ain't what I want, boom, like the steps appear as you decided to just take the take the uh, steps, the stairs appear. You know what I'm saying? So that's right. amazing. That's that's really amazing. And you've been putting in work this summer, you know, just really kind of highlight what this summer looked like for some who had a a terrible 2020 you had a lit 2020 despite the circumstances the situation despite it 2020 was it it, it was exceptional like i was thinking about it earlier i'm actually going to do a little post about it tomorrow but you know we we were able to me and uh seeing sounds and um you know just some of my other partners but that was really who i was working with closely is uh seeing sounds we were able to secure a creative space so we have like a, a artistic space in, in a warehouse you know what i mean on the east side we had an event where we turned a u-haul into an art gallery yeah, my people and have. we had you know yeah did you see that yes that was dope a move Man, it was, it was crazy. Art, I shot a, <laughs> yeah i like shot, I shot a music video there um we were able to with, along with art dealer we were able to put together um the art playground event and you know we did we did the two weekends where you know we did interviews uh with uh claudia latif and uh edries another great you know couple artists yeah, shout out to um, we we have performers behind the glass we showed artwork you know what i mean we yep. sold merch it was it was great Nobody else. I don't think anybody else did anything similar to that. No, not at all. Um, I enjoyed the um the show that y'all did in the actual uh, art gallery while everybody stood outside and watched. That was dope with the speakers outside. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that, that was the art playground yep. that we did along with UB. Shout out to UB. Shout out to Brown. You know, she helped us put that together, um, gave us the opportunity, and we we capitalized on it. 
um, me and B, uh, me and C and Sounds, I should say, you know, we we put together, uh, I want to say two or three other, like, just small pop-up shops. I had a pop-up shop at Metagama. Um, shout out to Danny down at Metagama downtown. Um, he, he, you know, he looked out, opened up his doors for me, um, and I was able to launch my, uh, my denim jackets for my brand. I have, like, my own brand denim jackets now. Um, I released a new line, too. It was called the Vibrant Calligraphy line. Mm. Um, I actually put out uh, another record record as well it was called asphalt calligraphy uh, so i was able to release that put that out I, was, I sold vinyls i sold cds um and then i was actually back and forth i was going back and forth to new york for uh for a good span of time and i was printing like my own t-shirts my own hoodies coming back painting those hoodies painting those t-shirts and you know selling those to people um i was back and forth i went to dallas um i recorded some music down in dallas we were in miami we did you know the drink champs that was with conway um, and then, you know, I, as we, you know, progressed further into like the, the winter season, you know what I mean? We were able to do the title show. So that was, that Let's was amazing. Talk so about I'm talking that. about from, from June up until now, like Entire literally time. it's been crazy. It's just been crazy. Let's talk about this title. Cause I'm at the station. You know what I mean? They want to do this show on a Friday night. So I got to be able to be at work and still try to enjoy this. And so I got my iPad propped it up. I'm just like, I mean, I'm just watching like yo look at my boys like look at look at my girls like like just happy you know watching this and then you go off I mean yeah. acapella off like you, I'm over here like yeah skis yeah just yelling I mean I mean and you you look like you belong there because you've been doing it and although right. people are new to you you know we're not new to you but you've always been true to you and I'm just like first of all there's true growth look how long these dreads is <laughs> <laughs> listen li and that's what's so crazy because Yo. I started dreads at 21 so you can literally see on my first mixtape cover how short my dreads are I and know. then now to this year like my my hair is great like this is literally in my hair this is my rap career yeah it literally. is it really is and <laughs> that's what I, and the crazy part is i was i was staring at that like yo look at them dreads like this man started when them jokers were short because i remember you used to rock yeah. your little fitted cap and them joints would be coming out the cap <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and the snapback joint, they coming out the back of the snap and everything. Now these yep. joints lay nice. You get them dyed up, fried. You know what I mean? <laughs> they looking good. And I mean, you were delivering Thank and you. owning the stage, skis. And, you know, what right. was that moment like for you? Although it was nobody in the audience, but you still had the World Wide Web watching in and yeah. locked in because we was locked in. Yeah, right. Honestly, like that was... I can't even really put it into words because it was just like it was just everything it was like this is this is the moment that I've been waiting for my entire life mm -hmm. like really you know what I'm saying like sitting up writing verses you know what I mean? Getting I got I done been booed off stage before. I have been all I, I done drove all the way to New York City before and you know, been promised shows and turned around at the door. You know what I mean? Right. And that's how much I loved it. You know what I'm saying? I still love it that much. So to be where I where I was at on that stage, it was like Man, it was everything. It was like, man, I just got to put on for, for for me. I got to put on for my family, my loved ones, my friends, and the people that really believed in me from, from day one. Because, Adrian, I ain't going to hold you. It was it's so many people who 
you know, said that they believed in me or, you know, said this and said that. And it's still people, you know, they they got, you know, not not so much positive things to say about me or whatever. But one thing that you can't say is that I ever really gave up on my dream. I never quit, stopped. Ever. You know what I'm saying? So that I, I just like now a lot of people tell me that I'm I'm really just like a source of inspiration and resilience and motivation and that's just in me just just you know never giving up on my dream and never quitting you know what i'm saying so to be on that stage it was just like yo i'm finally here like but i knew i was gonna be here i I knew what it was gonna (laughs) look like you know what i'm saying so that's why like when i was performing especially when it was that acapella like i was really spitting in words because it was like yo this is like that moment like Elliot Wilson retweeted, you know, somebody saying like, yo, I got up there and, and killed it. And it was people, you know, I get on Twitter and I'm searching lyrics and, you know, people really tweeting the lyrics that I'm saying as I'm on stage. You know what I mean? It was, it was really crazy. It was it, not even crazy. It was just like, yo, this is that moment that I've been waiting on my entire life. You know what I mean? And it was dope to, you know, get on, get on Facebook, get on Twitter, get on Instagram and see people that were just, you know, genuinely happy. I know some of it wasn't genuine, but a lot of it was, you know what I mean? Just genuinely happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, he really did it. You know what I mean? It was almost like, almost like playing basketball, you know what I'm saying? From age seven and then you go to high school and play basketball and then you go to college and then finally draft night comes, you you get drafted. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly what it is. That's exactly that what it is. And and just yep. watching you like 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 you said, people retweeting your lyrics because if you did you go back and watch it again? Cause I'm I'm <laughs> Yo, honestly, <laughs> I wanted to go back and watch it again, but I was scared to go back and watch it because I knew I wasn't gonna like it. Oh, yeah, because you know you a perfectionist. You don't play about your art. So, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so we're going to let you bask in that glory moment, all right? But you did, I mean, like, I'm all the, I'll say this. Like, when some people rap, the lyrics don't hit. It don't stick. It don't stay, right? But even right. when the beat dropped out and you kept going with your shit, I was like, come on, skis. And, the, and, the, and every word was sticking and staying. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it was just right. the command of the stage and just even how they had that light presence. I was like, yo, look at this star. Like, you know what I mean? Like today, you know, two stars emerged that people finally get a chance to see. Like I always knew. You know what I mean? Like you, you could just tell when you like I told somebody in the clubhouse, like I told you in the clubhouse, I said, I don't I don't care how hot you is. If I don't really feel about you, I'm just I'm just authentic to me. And I could be wrong, but I just know I get behind what I believe is authentically to me. And I will back right. that artist fully, you know, and just seeing you in love. Hell, I still call her platinum from when we used to do late night noise. <laughs> and she was for out real. here. You know what I'm saying? She was a hitter then. And I was like, yeah, oh, she's real. a problem, you know, and when you used to get out here and just, she is. And just even freestyling. I'm like, yo, skis is a problem. And Word. putting you to test when we did my mic check. Oh, he's still a problem. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Word, yo, straight up, straight up. <laughs> right, and, and freaking DJ Spin had the beat sped up. I was like, Spin, why is this beat so damn fast? <laughs> yep, I remember that. That was like two years ago, yeah. I believe. Yep, that's when um yep. you had came up here with, uh I think you had just, yeah, it was. You had just dropped congratulations, and I think it was at the top of it. So we was like at the yep. end, we was like around this time going into 
the new year. Um, yep. And that's when Derek was like, yo, I'm about to bring skis up. You know, you know, I'm like, I know skis. Like, just come on up. Like, <laughs> bring them yep. in. Let's do this. So, you know, with you being this problem and continuously sharpening your, you know, your craft and making sure your iron is good, you know, what's next? For, what does 2021 look like? Because having this great 2020 where it's just really the beginning. And I ain't going to say it's the beginning. You know, it's just the introduction to the population that just didn't get a chance to witness your greatness in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? So now, right. you know, this introduction that you're getting with this proper rollout from having a, you know, the God freaking um, Conway because he's the most underrated, high top rated king of all. Like his lyrics is crazy. Crazy, but because he's so low key, people people know who he is, but they don't know who he is. And and I look forward to 2021, not only just being out his even further breakout year as him being like, you know, this this top rated artist, not just underground or not just bubbling or not just them saying, oh, he hot. But everybody knowing who he is, whether you top 40 country or not, because he's that heavy. Like you guys are working with this man. You on drum work. What does this look like for being with somebody that's like that? And then you stepping in and just making sure you stay sharp, too. Oh yeah, for sure. So, uh, first of all, shout out, shout out to Conway, man, for, uh, for believing in me and uh, believing in love. Um, you know what I mean? Like that man didn't have to, you know, come back and and, and mess with anybody from the town. So, big shout outs to him. And as I've gotten to know him, uh, get got to know him, you know, over these last few months, you know, he's he's really a good dude, man. And yeah. He's low key, you know what I'm saying, for yep. a reason, you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, you know. As like for next year, all I can really say is like you know you can expect a lot of a lot of things from Drumwork. He has a lot of things planned. Um, shout out to Chad as well. Um, he's another person with Drumwork that you know he he has a vision and he's been you know putting in work with with Conway, with me, with Love, and a lot of other people just to kind of make sure that our vision comes to life. Um, so right now we're we're basically focusing on Love. I know you probably seen today she's got the uh, she's got the trailer out for yes. the uh, break. Video. That trailer. And that song is, yo, listen, that song is gonna smack a lot of people in the mouth. I believe it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's raw. It's, it's fire. It's, it's just fire. You know what I mean? And you know that's where that's where the focus is right now. Um, Conway, you know, he has his project locked in. I got a project that's locked in. You know what I mean? So all I can say is like for this first quarter of 2021, like drum work, like we we not playing. That's that's all I'm really saying. Like we not playing because we got a lot loaded in the clip. So, you know, we just going to move accordingly and just, you know what I'm saying? Because now it's like, you know, BSF, Griselda, you know, they're, they're already cemented. They already have done their thing. So now right. it's like our turn to kind of prove and show show everybody like what drum work is and, and what we got in store, what we got planned. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, well, listen, I, I, I'm I excited for what you guys are about to pull off and um, and do because I already know the pedigree. Right. It's like I'm not I'm not shocked or I'm not going to be worrying about what these <laughs> what this litter looks like when it comes out, because when you already know what what pedigree it comes from, you already know it's about to be something dope and something fierce. Everybody going to buy into. So I'm really I'm excited for what's to come. And, you know, as I sit here and I just think about, you know, the humble beginnings, the the grind work you put in and just even sticking to who you are and not changing up, you know, what would be your G codes to success to where you are now? 
Um, honestly, like you said, just you know, staying down, not giving up, um, and just remaining true to you. Um, that's that's like the main thing because there was there were some times where I wanted to kind of stray off and you know make music that that didn't sound like me, it didn't feel like me, just in order to make a quick you know what I'm saying some spins over here or oh, yo I'm, if I make this song I think Adrian might play it on the on the on the radio or maybe maybe uh, he'll play this joint on the radio maybe he'll go play it you know what I'm saying downtown at at uh, you know at one of the clubs downtown you know what I'm saying right. at No R you know what I mean and it didn't feel it didn't feel authentic you know what I mean so finding your sound finding who you are as an artist is like that's like number one and then just sticking to it because you know there's a lot of people man and this is just in life period you know what I mean you get a lot of people who aren't comfortable with being themselves but the thing is if because you're the most unique person in this whole whole, whole entire universe right. nobody else is like you even if you got a twin that twin is not you know what I'm saying? Just like you, personality-wise. They may look like you, but not the same person. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So if you are authentically yourself, people will be just drawn to you because you are being authentically you, and there's so many people who aren't comfortable with that. Mm. And it's the same thing with being an artist as well, being authentically you. Like, there's there's no other Kendrick Lamar's in the game right now. There's no other Lupe Fiasco's. There's no other Nas's. You can have a bunch of... And I ain't gonna name no artists, but you can have... You know, you know the copy, mm-hmm. the the cookie cutter artists. You know what I'm saying? Like yep. the ones that sound just like all the other ones. You know what I mean? And there's a hundred of them. And cool, you might have a song, you might have a couple songs. Cool, but when that Kendrick drops, when that Nas drops, when that Jay Z drops, that Lupe, people gra- people gravitate towards it because nobody else can do what they do. Right. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? So just just staying down and, and staying staying true to yourself. Like that's that's the G code. That's it. I love that G code. Well, listen, skis. You know, like I told you before, I'm always here. Whatever I can push, support, get behind, bullhorn for. You know, you got me, and um, I'm just, I'm just super proud, and I'm happy I could say congratulations now. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. I, I really appreciate. It. I really appreciate it for real. Yo, when I see that, I say, yo, I just need to know. Can I say congratulations now? Like, <laughs> I just need to nah, know. Because no no <laughs> I, I no feel doubt. like you gotta, you gotta run that back. And create a, um, an extended version to that one. You know what I mean? Run. You know what's crazy? I actually I have I have a remix to it, and I, I featured an artist from Buffalo, and he killed it. Mm. I never put it out because I was I was I don't know I was just kind of waiting for a moment like this. So maybe it might come out soon. Yeah, I think you need to because that joint was I, I told you it's still hot. It's still it's a few songs from artists that I I really had a chance to interview, and once I interview you guys, I'm like really into the song. Cause it gives a different feel you know it's like okay now i'm looking at this song differently you know because now now i'm falling in love with it because now i know the backstory so that's why i think it's very important for artists to allow themselves to express some artistry that's like when we walk into our gallery it's a storyline next to the particular artwork that gives you an idea and puts you in a frame of mind to look at it from a different perspective um, exactly. So that's why I feel like yeah, it's it's important. So when you drop your album, we gonna we gonna have to do a, a live uh, breakdown so we can run through oh, these joints. Sure. So you let me know whatever you're ready, but bring that Joker <laughs> back because I love it. Because yours, that no congratulations is on my playlist, and then Shaynor, her um 
her go her grace joint which is called go got go get it in there and i mean it's just it's, it's so many dopes and and then um love joint <laughs> who, who is these niggas that's my joint and so <laughs> so i literally yep. have like a uh you guys are in my playlist when i'm when i be in my vibe mode and, and moving so i just really appreciate y'all for staying true to yourselves um and not quitting because it's, it gets hard in this industry where there's no blueprint for us to maneuver yeah, and um, sure. and we appreciate you for you know for staying with us and you know being that ear for us you know what i'm saying and, and putting people on you know what i mean because you are just important as we are you know what i'm saying Absolutely. and you know the whole radio and everything but you are actually one of the people who really pay attention to what's going on so that that's worth man i could i can't even put a price on it you know what I mean? That's that's priceless. You know what I'm saying? Because not everybody, especially here, you know how it is. Not everybody pays attention to the local scene. So, right. you know, someone like you who actually does pay attention and has an opinion and has, you know, respect for the artist, man, that, that goes a long way, for real. I appreciate that. I try. I, I learn I learn from my mentors before me. So, um, got to keep the cycle going. You know what I'm saying? But uh, what I need you to do is share with us, you know, your websites, how we can support the art, you know, how we can support the records. Just everything you got going on in your social media pages so we can run it up. For sure. So, y'all can check me out on all DSPs. Uh, my name is Jay Skees, J-A-E-S-K-E-E-S-E. DSPs meaning, you know, wherever you stream your music, you know, whether it be Apple Music, iTunes, Amazon, um, it may be Spotify, whatever. Jay Skees, check me out. Um, you can also catch me on all, like, pretty much Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. It's J-A-E-S-K-E-E-S-E. You know what I'm saying? Follow me on there. And then also you can check out my art and my brand at bnblyc.com there it is well skis i appreciate you um happy new year and uh i look forward to seeing a whole bunch of bunch of drums going off for drum work <laughs> no doubt no doubt <laughs> i appreciate you adri all right and you tell the other Nas, you know what i'm saying that uh she need to keep it up too because she I, I just feel like she she's a bubbling artist as well i see it in her. listen she she does everything I said this little girl is too cute. I don't know how he survived. Like I would be a sucker. Like straight. What do you want? You want the world? All right. Let me go see who I can talk to to get Listen, it. Listen, you, you think that's not me all the time? I know that's it is. I rap so hard. I'm trying to give her the whole world. You got to man. She's deserving of it. All right, well, skis. I'll let you go. I appreciate you, bro. Enjoy your new year, and um, I'll be seeing you on the other side. No doubt. We'll talk soon. Adrian, I appreciate you. No problem. This is a Go Get It exclusive. You know what, 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 you know what it is? With, with, with Adrian V. With, 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 with.